Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Thank you for your presence today. The Bible tells us that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yet all too often we choose to believe and rely more on what we see and hear rather than the hope and evidence we have in God and His Word. There is a purpose for everything God allows. Whether blessing or trial, steadfastly contending for our faith is spiritually fulfilling in ways we cannot imagine. Listen closely with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander teaches us. God has not given me all the gifts. That's why you have gifts in the body of Christ to the glory of God. Amen? And he expects you to do something with what he has given you. Has given you. I wish I could make every, your child's football game and all basketball games and all the other things. You know, when I can, I can. And when I can, I can't. And I can't be all nerved up simply because I can't be at everybody's beckoning call. You will not make spiritual progress in your life with everybody ordering your life around. They'll make a spiritual fruitcake out of you. <laughs> you know, you can't, you know, no, no. Folk will kill you. They, they shed one tear and then go on with their life. You got the heart attack. <laughs> you can't be all things to all people. Learn to, to allow the Lord to set your spiritual agenda. The Lord says, my yoke is easy. I like that verse. My burdens are light. And some of y'all all wore down and tore up because you've taken on burdens from people that the law didn't give you. The law didn't give you. Don't get me going in that direction. I'm trying to let it go, but I'm trying. Somebody in here today needs some peace. Number three, something is terribly wrong with your relationship with God when you think you have inner contentment doing absolutely nothing for the Lord or as little as possible because of selfishness. We are saved to serve. Something's wrong with you. If you can be in church year after year and you just warm that little fuzzy seat, thinking, say thinking, thinking you have inner contentment, doing absolutely nothing for the Lord or as little as possible because of your selfishness, we are saved to serve. Now, what ought to disturb you is when you can come to church and be blessed by the gospel and be ministered to and be served. But the question really come is what are you going to give? Where's your place of ministry? Where's your place of service? God calls all of us to service and he expects you to take your place and rise up for this appointed time. Uh, number four, serving the Lord 
with the wrong motive will disturb your peace. Oh, uh, did you hear what I just said? Now, some of y'all serving the Lord and you and you and you working uh, feverishly, but the motive is bad. Engaging in the lives of others to gain control, engaging in the lives of others to gain influence and power is not of God, nor does it bring glory to God. You are not about controlling folk, being manipulative in all these kinds of things. That really uh, disturbs the peace because God doesn't have, God wants to be in control of the lives of individuals and not you. And when your motive is defiled, then it really destroys the peace that God longs for you to have. Number five, being negative and focusing on the weaknesses of others will disturb your peace. When you have a negative bent, always critical, always fault finding, uh, yes, that's good, but it disturbs your peace. None of us in this room are perfect. None of us. Not even you if you think you are. All of us have weaknesses. How many of y'all know you got weaknesses? I'm going to tell you one. And if you don't raise your hand, the weakness is lying. <laughs> All of us have weaknesses. I got so many strengths, I don't know why I can't find it. I tell you what, oh, oh yeah, oh, come on, get over yourself. You do have weaknesses. There's, there's no perfect husband, and that wife can substantiate that. And there's no perfect wife, and that husband can validate that. There's no perfect child. Child may be good, but they're not perfect. That's why we have spankings, amen? They don't come in this world perfect. Amen. Spanking, spankings. Proverbs talks about the rod and whipping. I'm not talking about abuse now. I'm talking about healthy child discipline. It's no perfect child. The worst thing you can do is just beat your child down. You made A's and B's, but look at that C in that math. Ooh, you made three touchdowns, but you did fumble that ball. You know, it's just always something. Uh, honey, you made the coffee well, but you burnt the rice. You go to the store for the, for the wife and three items are left off. Can't you get anything right? Well, he did bring something home. You see, we always going to, I mean, it goes on and on and on. You wash the car, but where, what, look at that spot. You know, come on, y'all. You need to give each other a break. God don't call you to ride anybody. We are not your horse. It's no perfect company. Some companies you try to get into, and but once you get there, you're going to find, it doesn't matter how much it pays. You're going to find out that company is not all it's supposed to be. <laughs> Let me just say it like that. Amen. Okay, wait, wait, you can go, you go, you can call all the companies, Fortune 500 com- companies. You stay there long enough, you're going to see something wrong and something you don't like because you got imperfect people working there. No perfect company, no p- perfect supervisor. You know, you got good supervisors and you got some ruthless bad ones. You got some supervisors going to lose their job because they're trying to please the employees to their own demise. 
Uh, you don't have, you, you got some, there's some supervisors got some bad employees. You know, they, they mooching and, and, and clocking in late, leaving early, taking extended lunch breaks that, that's unauthorized, taking pencils and paper clips <laughs> that belong to the company. Talking about, you know, who, oh, they got plenty of money. But it's not, it doesn't belong to you. What you say, amen? amen? Bad employees. And then there's no perfect church. This church has come a long ways. God has been good to this church, and we just bless God for this service. There's no perfect church. And uh, if you walk around looking for a perfect church, riding around, you hopping all over town, when you finally land in a church, it won't be perfect because you there. You there. You're going to have to learn that every church has its strengths and weaknesses, and you got to ask yourself, well, can I live with the weaknesses of this church if the theology is right, and Jesus is Lord, and the integrity of the Scripture, and, and the sufficiency of the blood, and all these other things, you know, and some of the folks splitting halves over color of seats and parking spots and all that kind of stuff. No, listen, the church is not, I'm not a perfect pastor. I'm not a, well, I'm human. At my best, I still fall short. That's what, I got to confess my sin, go to Jesus, repent just like you. I got to cry to God just like you. I get on my, so there are times when I just get in my closet and just get on my face before God and just talk. Sometimes I don't even want to sit in the chair. I want to go all the way down to the floor. When is the last time God puts you on the floor? Now, some of y'all say, Pastor, if I get on the floor, I can't get up. <laughs> I know that's the case. But now, if you got those kind of conditions, but then find you a chair or something, just sit there. But that's something who, for those who are able to just say, you know what, Lord, there are times when I'm not even able to, worthy to stand in your presence. And I just want to stretch out on the flow before you to, as an outward demonstration of my unworthiness before a holy God. When last time you just, oh, I got to get, just get on the flow and just stretch out and say, God, here I am. Fix me, Jesus. Clear that God, I ain't, worthy to, I ain't worthy to stand up in your presence. Have mercy on me, God. Last time you got down there. No, you too cute. You don't get your clothes dirty. You too spiritually sedity. God says, humble yourself. God don't care about your rank. Don't care about what, what kind of degree you have. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's none righteous. None. No, not one. We all messed up. We don't have time to be pointing fingers. You know, we, we all here on God's grace. We all here on God's mercy. John 14, 27, the gospel of John 14, 27 says, peace I leave with you. That's big. Peace I leave with you. Now, some folks don't leave peace. They leave a trail of hell. When you get out of their presence, oh, you hurt, and all you got is pain and confusion and mess. Isn't it wonderful when godly people who really know the Lord talk about the Lord who's been anchored in the Lord and full of the word of God and full of the spirit of God. And when they leave your presence, you feel so refreshed. 
You, you feel so glad. You feel, just felt like you just ushered right in, in the very presence of God by their aura and the manner of their conduct. But some people, you see them coming, they're so hellish until you want to go the other way. But Jesus says in John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Let me tell you something. When the peace of God enters the heart, trouble and fear vanishes. For they cannot coexist. Trouble, trouble and peace, troubled heart, fretful heart, and a peaceful heart can all coexist together. What sustains peace in the heart is to implement Philippians 4, 8, and 9, and Colossians 3, 2, which says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there are any virtue, if there are anything praiseworthy, think on these things, meditate on these things, The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Some of you all don't have peace because you are thinking on the wrong things. You're meditating on the wrong things. If you begin to meditate on Philippians 4, 8, and 9, you'll have peace. If you begin to meditate on Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, you will have peace. Because Colossians 3, 2 says, set your affections, your desires, your longings on things above, not on things of the earth. You know why some of y'all don't have peace? I'm about through. It's because you're looking for peace in the wrong place. Some of y'all looking for peace in the alcoholic bottle. Said it this morning. We had a good time with it too. Because the fact of the matter is, what goes up must come down. Now, people always say, Pastor, you always use Coors. You pick on Coors all the time. Is that the only alcoholic beverage you know? And sometimes, I, but, but I tell you what, since y'all know some, it doesn't mean because you call it out, you're drinking it, but I just need you to help me because I don't know all those names. So this is a participatory time. Okay? All right, now. My, okay, one is Coors. Okay? For folks run to Coors. What else they run to? Uh, what? No, no, not one, one at a time. What? Bud Light. What? Low and Brow. Huh? Lois the geese? Oh, man, Noah Seki. Whatever that is. And you know what? These alcohol, they make these sweet names. What else, what else they got? What, what kind of wine? Sangria. Sangria. What else? Niccolo? Niccolo. Nineke? Einike. Yeah, I just don't know nothing about drinking. They, it's just... I think y'all get the point of the message. You say, well, God say, we can, all, we can drink, just don't get drunk. You don't say by where you can't drink. After all, Paul told Timothy, take a little bit for a tummy tape. <laughs> for us to, for us a little tummy tuck. No, not tummy tuck, but, but stomach sake. <laughs> but you, the problem is with that, you're not sick. 
you that sick. And they got nothing thing to heal your tummy besides alcohol. Don't say amen. amen. Let me just tell y'all, y'all listen to me, listen to me good. The fact of the matter is, some of you all are drinking more now than you ever have in all your life. And you're Christian. You're drinking more and more and more. I'm going to tell you something. Else. Let me just go a little bit deep. It's getting quiet in here, but that's okay. Some of you as Christians, your alcoholic consumption is rivaling that of the pagans. And you're going to lead your own children and grandchildren into a spirit of alcoholism. It's no peace in alcohol. It's no peace in the lottery. If you think you're going to win the big one every time you play something, you're a fool. It's, peace is not in the lottery. It is not in the iPods. It is not in the internet. It is not in re- relationships. Relationships can be tight one day and broken apart the next day. It is not in money. Money, the stocks come and go. Jobs come and go. People come and go. But Jesus is still on the main line. Do I have a, how many of you know he's on the main line and you can tell him what you want? You can call him early in the morning. You can call him around noonday. You can go lay it over in the evening. If you get up, uh, get up at, at night around midnight, you can still call on. Line is never busy and you don't ever have to worry about him cutting your line off. Because he paid the bill. And it's already taken care of. All you got to do is talk to him. And some of y'all don't have peace because you're not talking to God. You get to talking to God, God get to talking to you, all peace will come. You're looking for peace in the wrong places. Peace is not in the strip joint. It is not in the darkness of the shake your booty clubs. It is not. It's not. Peace is not in the cowboys. It's not in the spurs. Peace comes only in Jesus Christ. This world is not our home. And we're passing through. And some of y'all putting your stakes too deep. And I believe when the rapture comes, God's going to have to rapture some of y'all upside down. Because he's trying to take you up, but you're trying to hold on. You got to pull you up by your feet to take you out of this world. You know what? Oh, God, I didn't say this this morning. Some of y'all are really not ready to die. You know, some of y'all are not ready to die. And some of you, you don't want to talk death. You don't have will. You don't make no arrangements. You, 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 you ain't ready to die. If you do, you would. You make some preparation. I don't know. Who, don't, don't talk about that. Oh, shut up. I don't want to hear that. You better hear it. You don't want to die. You know what? Some of y'all ain't ready to die. I'm going to tell you why. Because you enjoy the pleasures of this world too much. That's why you can't go. You love the stuff and the things. It's got you wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up. You you enjoy so much. Some of y'all can't think of heaven without a basketball. Y'all say, ain't no football in heaven, no cowboys in heaven, no Olympics in heaven. Heaven got to be boring. 
Let me tell you something. As long as I got Jesus, <laughs> he, he's enough. As a matter of fact, he's the architect of all. He made man that had the potential and the capacity to make the stuff you like. Now, if he's the originator of the creation, what about being with the originator? God. That's why, that's why y'all ain't ready to go. Man, when you've been, when you, when you been walking with the Lord a long time and you've been keeping your eyes on the star posts in glory, when it comes, your time to die. <laughs> you say, even so, <laughs> come, Lord Jesus. It's all right if I'm laying on my pillow, turn my bed around. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. And you know what? Folk who walk with the Lord die peacefully. Oh, that's a whole other thing. Oh, God, I need to add you know, folk that's been struggling with God and fighting with God and contrary with God, y'all not listening to me. Man, they fighting there. Oh, they just fighting. They, they just, just choking and just, they, oh, they just struggling. They just, they, 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 a hard death. But people who walk with the Lord and, and God is it, God has arrested man when it comes their time to die. You know what it is? It's a peaceful party. You look around and they done slipped on the glory. Sometimes they go with a smile on their face. <laughs> Sometimes they just raise their hand, look up, and all of a sudden they're gone. You know why they go so peacefully? It's because they made their peace with God. Some folk in rebellion fight God all the way to the grave. And when they die, I, man, but when you're right with God, it's well with your soul. Let me just close, and I'm through. I just, I just want me to give you something to think about. I'm going to help myself. Thank you for saying that. I needed somebody. To say, you know. Let me one little thing. Let's say, early this morning, I got here 630 this morning. You know when you want to worship God, you need to get up early. Some of y'all, that's why y'all can't have good worship. You rush in here at the 11th hour, huffing and patting and puffing. You need to come in here in time to be still. I like coming to the lost house early in the morning. I got a prayer team. We get here early. We get here, it's still dark. We get here so early until it's early. <laughs> it was early this morning. We, drive, we saw all these lights and EMS and all of these paramedics and stuff, right there on the corner at that Exxon, three folk got killed this morning. They rerouted the traffic. They told our people, don't park on the streets because we reroute the traffic around this way, back to this, through this back street here. And if any of our members park on that street, they're going to tow them away because it's highly use right now. Three people got killed just before I arrived to church, right on that corner at the Exxon at that light right there. I wonder where they were coming from. Was it the club? Was it the strip joint? Was it somebody's house that they weren't married to, that they spent all night in? Or maybe it wasn't none of that kind of stuff. Maybe they were on their way to work. Or maybe they were on their way to out of town to see their mama. Who knows what the reason why they were 
coming or going. But the fact is, death caught them unaware. And I just wonder, did they have the peace of Christ from the Prince of Peace? They had no idea they were all three going to die at the same time on that corner right next to the church. I wonder how many times those cars passed this church. See, you don't know what death is. And there's somebody under my voice. God doesn't care about you being black or white or red or yellow or mixed. If you don't know what you are, you make your peace with God. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. I will give you peace. Anchor your hope in me. My yoke is easy. My burdens are light. He said, my past, past, if you do my past, your past can't get so black and dirty and filthy till the grace of God can't clean it up. Because my past is dirty too. And yours is too. You just ain't talking about it. Everybody in this house got some skeletons in your closet. Now, you don't have to announce them. We don't want to hear it. ain't going to help us. Don't have all that dirty laundry in here. Cause, why? Because you, it's covered with the blood. <laughs> you better leave me alone. So you ain't got to deal with what you did in your past. That's not a shout. None of your business. It's, all I can see now is blood. Say blood. Somebody say blood. Say blood. Nobody got to be digging up your skeletons. All of us been saved out of something. You don't have to make no announcement about your sins. It's all right now. <laughs> so I'm all right. I ain't here because my path been that my path been that clean. I've been that holy. I preach by the grace of God and His mercy, because apart from it. I don't have a right to stand here. And I stand here by the grace and the authority of the word of God. And all God's children said. Contending for our faith is worth the fight against Satan's tricks of his trade. He won't stop trying to circumvent our faith. Therefore, we must keep God first in all we do to resist him. We must be steadfast in exercising our authority in the name of Jesus to thwart Satan's efforts. We will be the recipients of God's perfect plan for each of us if we contend for the faith, or we will suffer the dire consequences. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base.